listening to Nexus Global APM on air, where we bring our listeners the connection between excellence and knowledge. I'm Larry Olson. I'll be your host for this session of APM on air. We are now in episodes four and five of our five-part series of Demaic Process for Root Cause Analysis. Yeah, you heard right. We'll be combining four and five of this series. You can't do one typically without the other. So let's take a look and see how we're going to put this all together. Part four is to implement the corrective actions and part five is to control them. We'll have come away from part three with the suggested actions for implementation. It's at this point that we need to validate any of the suggested actions. Validation is putting the actions to their test to assure the actions we take will mitigate any future occurrence. As well, are the actions cost-effective? Does the economics of these actions make sense? Let's find out, and let's find out how. So after analyzing all of the potential solutions, we need to take some steps to put things in place. One way to go about this is to pilot the solution, or solutions, and put some control measures in place, which control is a part of the fifth episode. As in all solutions, there will be controls, and this is the reason I'm combining this discussion of part four and five, because you can't talk about one without talking about the other. Okay, let's take these actions that require a pilot to prove out the concept and gain approval. That's right, we need to get approval, but put a plan in place to get them implemented. We need a plan and we need approval. The important piece is the approval, as this will be key regarding the overall change management process. Change management, typically a missing piece in all implementations. Change management is inclusive of many pieces. It's taken for granted, and it affects your most critical asset. Humans, people, the folks who are going to do things. So take some time and develop your pilot plan of which will include a part or all of this list. And really, we need to, to design and develop a pilot plan. That includes, well, whatever the solution description is. So what are we going to be implementing? Define what that description is of the implementation or the solution we're implementing. If it's a pilot, put some parameters of time around it. So when are we going to start this pilot? When are we going to end the pilot? We definitely need a scope, so the scope should include the location, products affected, services required, and so on. Most importantly, we need a sponsor. Sponsor is going to be the one who will stand up and move things out of the way. He's the barrier remover. He's the financial backer. He's the advocate of what we're trying to do to take this pilot into a full implementation. And then we need to determine how we're going to control it. So what are the metrics we're going to be monitoring during the pilot? Don't forget about the people plan, the training. We need to understand who's going to be trained. What are the requirements of training? And are there any resources required? Resources as in equipment, uh, material, funding, etc. And then last of all, and maybe not last of all, but in, at least on this uh, particular plan, what is the expected outcome? So we want this period of time to define what we're going to do as well as what the expected outcome is. 
And these measures that we're going to be monitoring should be in direct relationship to the expected outcome. Maybe that's not a pilot. Maybe it's real implementation long term. But you still need a plan. Regardless if it's a pilot or the real deal, you must not forget about, you know, three most important things, and they all involve the people side of the business, which is the communications, commitment to team building or commitment to building relationships within uh, where we're going to be implementing this, education and training. All three of these things are, are people-related, and people are the heart of the organization, and they're going to make this either be successful or unsuccessful. Regardless, these three things are all about your most important assets, your people. Then there's controls. You need to monitor whatever you're going to look after in respect to the expected outcome. So you need to monitor whatever control mechanism you determine best matches the expected result. In this control phase, the people closest to the situation will be your best allies. Get them on board. You know, there's, there's a change that's coming. We need to get them on board with the change and educate them as to what is happening. Most importantly, before we close the RCA out, we need to be assured we now have standard practices in place, which are long-term controls, really, considering some of these practices uh, to bring standardization into the control phase. So when we start talking about standardization and controlling, you know, we, we could talk about putting visual aids in place. Are there videos to help employees or help everyone understand what we're doing? Mistake-proofing tools, Pokeyote, a good old lean concept. Are there any automation aspects that we can bring into play? Are there automatic controls we can put in place? Any warning devices, any signals uh, of such that could be installed? And then are there any inspections or tests or audits we can do to continue to follow up? to assure that the solution we put in place is actually achieving the result that we expected. The most overlooked activity in, in the control phase is the need for document management. Basically, the, the document management piece needs to be done on a continuous basis. We need to keep our documents updated in a controlled environment. If you're ISO 9001 certified, this will be key to continuing your ISO certification. So controlled documents need to be controlled in a controlled environment. I guess that makes sense if they call them controlled, right? So lastly, don't be afraid to brag. You need some bragging rights. So create the communication case study or an A3 report that allows everyone to see what's done. The ACE 3 report is a, is a nice little tool. It's a great little communication piece that is simple and at a glance, everyone can see the results. And the most important, last but not forgotten, is to celebrate the successes. Celebrating successes is key to continuous improvement as well as continuing to engage and instill change into people within the organization. So it's important that we celebrate the successes that we have. And guess what? Time to move on and tackle the next issue. We wish you all the success in this RCA. I know we've had some great, great successes in the past. So that really concludes our RCA process through the use of DMAIC. Hope this has helped. I'm sure it has. If it hasn't, boy, maybe you didn't listen to part one, two, and three. 
and or maybe you need to give us a call. So I hope this has helped you think a little bit deeper about your RCA process and how you could deliver long-term sustainable results. Thanks once again for tuning in and look forward to you joining us in our next episodes of APM On Air. If anybody wishes to obtain more information about Nexus Global or our solutions, you can visit our website at www.nexusglobal.com or send an inquiry to info at nexusglobal.com. Please, please follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter for now. And until next time, have a safe and productive day.